This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast. We are doing the best that we can over these last few weeks to promote as many short tracks across this country as possible. And we hope, at least, that we are doing that again today with Bryce Hall, the general manager of the Arrowhead Speedway in Colcord, Oklahoma. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are y'all? We are doing great. Uh, Emily, if you want to go ahead and, and start with our, uh, some questions. Yeah, so uh, we're so excited to have you on the show, but we're kind of curious. How did you get into your job? Um, sure. So um, I've just been in uh, in motorsports pretty much all my life. I grew up there in northeastern Oklahoma and Salina, uh, Salina High Bank Speedway, another uh, dirt track there uh, near Pryor, Oklahoma. Um, I grew up there. Uh, my dad built race cars. That's <clears throat> that's kind of how I got into racing. And then the track closed down for a few years and it opened back up in 2011. Um, and then in 2012, the uh, the announcer at the time in 2011 um, became the general manager and they were looking for an announcer. And then um, that position came open. So I, I tried that, worked there for a few years before we're going to work with the uh, the United States Modified Touring Series and the United States Racing Association. And from there has just uh, always found a place to be in, in operations and in the racing world and um, got the opportunity to come home off the road with the USMTS and USRA and uh, Willie Gamble, the owner there. We we kind of visited and just worked something out to, to where he needed somebody to, to pretty much run the track because he's got so many other obligations and and then here we are, you know, we were able to open Memorial Day weekend of this year, and it's been a been a great success ever since then. Well, it sounds like racing has yeah. been kind of ingrained in you from the start, and that's what we hear from a lot of these short track owners, promoters, GMs, um, and that's great because they know, and, and you know, growing up in the sport, you know, how much it means to a lot of people, and I think that helps um, you kind of do your job better, and especially with the relationship with the fans. What is your relationship like with fans, and what is your relationship with, as well, with the drivers that go out there and compete every weekend? Yeah, you know, I feel like I've, for the most part, I'm able to to maintain good relationships with everybody in the sport. Um, a lot of these, you know, a lot of the racers I grew up around because several of them raced there in Salina, and even when the track was uh, Flint Creek Speedway and West Siloam Speedway before that. Um, I, I've, I've always known the racers and then same way with the fans, um, you know, the, the racing community there is um, really tight knit and uh, as much opportunities I get to stop and visit with people before I head up to the tower uh, to, to do the race directing, I'm able to do that. But um, I think in my role there as race director, that that's what keeps me, um, you know, in constant communication really with the racers. Um, on the fan side of it, I, I try to make that attempt as much as I can to talk to them. And I'm always open, you know, anybody sends me a message on Messenger or anything like that, I'm, I'm definitely willing to, uh, to take a few minutes to visit with them and, and see what they think and make their experience better or, um, you know, just, just see what they have to say overall. That's awesome. <laughs> um, what is your favorite moment so far in doing your job at the track? Well, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I, I think the the biggest reward was just getting the gates open this year. Um, you know, it's a complete it was a complete undertaking because although you know I'd said West Siloam Speedway or Flint Creek Speedway, really the only thing about the place is the location's the same. Other than that, um, the owner there leveled the track in 2020, and it had kind of been a long construction process up to this point. So I think that was. Uh, 
that was probably the biggest moment of the year was was even just the practice night was finally having it to where people could come there um other than that you know something that, that does kind of stand out it's not a racing moment but we had a fireworks show there and i don't think i've ever seen so many happy people at a racetrack we had a really good fireworks show and that that made it rewarding you know when you get in that midsummer grind of of weekly racing and things like that to see everybody enjoyed that fireworks show there was a there were a lot of smiles on that night I'm sure there are fireworks and racing are two things that always make people happy, but especially fireworks. They're a little bit more universal, I guess, than than racing is. And you talk about the track kind of being different than what it used to be. But what makes the track unique? What makes Arrowhead Speedway Arrowhead Speedway? You know, I think uh, I think there's several things. Um, it's a it's a brand new facility. So we have a ton of new amenities. Um, you know, we've got the something as simple as the led lights and being able to do the led light show similar to what knoxville does that's something that, that not a lot of places do yet um it's, it's just new technology um, but i i kind of refer to it as a, a new place but an old place at the same time it had a fan base that was there and established and and racers that were there and established but it's also a brand new facility so um you know there's there's just the intangibles the things you can't describe I'm obviously I'm partial to it, but and I've been to a lot of racetracks, so I think I can back it up a little bit. But we have a, an environment there that there's just certain things that that you can't necessarily pin down, but it always seems like a big show, um, no matter what we're doing there at the racetrack. That's awesome. <laughs> um, you you touched on this a little bit with telling us about how it uh, the track's been redone and whatnot. But is there anything else you can tell us about the history of the track? Um, so. I don't know the exact year. The 1980s was when the uh, when the track was originally built, and then it operated on and off uh, up through 2017. Um, and then in a few years, there was a few seasons there that had gone idle, and then uh, Willie Gamble and his wife Elizabeth purchased the track in 2020, uh, leveled it sometime during 2020, and then from there have just... Uh, you know, built the track. Aside from that, I don't know a lot of specific history of it. I mean, I've, I've attended several races over there. It was a, it was a staple a lot of, a lot of times on Sunday night racing throughout, um, you know, throughout the nineties and early two thousands. Um, but there is a, a loyal fan base there. I know, I know there is um, a lot of race fans in that immediate area. Well, the good news is it sounds like you guys are building a whole new history and history that hopefully uh, will be learned about uh, in that area and across this country um, for a long time. Um, tell us where we can find the track, both physically and, and on the Internet. Um, but tell us where we can come uh, see you guys race. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the racetrack's located in Colcord, Oklahoma. It's on um, <clears throat> Oklahoma Highway 412 five and a half miles west of the Oklahoma, Arkansas state line. So it's easily accessible from uh, Northwest Arkansas, as well as Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, we're about between 60 and 70 miles from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and just under an hour from that Northwest Arkansas area. Um, like I said, right there on the highway, conveniently located on the north side of Highway 412. Um, online, uh, arrowheadspeedway.com. We've got a, a great website. Um, and then of course on social media, we're active on Facebook. We've, <clears throat> we've got an Instagram and a Twitter and I can ad admittedly say that we need to probably improve our presence on both of those, but we're really active on Facebook. Um, and like I said, of course, arrowheadspeedway.com. Well, thank you for that. Um, and you know, you talk about it being so close to Arkansas and, and Tulsa, this is 
I guess more Emily's home track than mine. Mine's, I guess, technically the Batesville Speedway in, in Locust Grove, Arkansas. But it's a track that we're very close to and a track that a lot of hardcore race fans are close to as well. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it. And we wish uh, you and, and your whole team there, Arrowhead, the best of luck um, for the rest of this year and into the future as well. It seems like you guys are building a lot of good stuff there. Well, thank you so much for having us on. And, and I'll tell you the same that I've told everybody else. I appreciate everyone who takes the time to, uh, to do a podcast or anything like this to promote racing, whether it's our racetrack or racing in general. It helps all of us. So I, I appreciate your efforts as well. Absolutely. That's what we're trying to do. Get the word out about racing across this country, but also short tracks as well.